0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of This Is Gonna Hurt, your friendly 5th edition D&D podcast. This is our first session that will be taking place in the new year, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Woo. Happy New Year 2017. <laughs> <laughs> 2017 please be better. Please. Rest in pieces. Oh dear. So before we go around the table and introduce everybody and their characters, we just want to do a couple of quick shout outs. First is to Marissa, who used a 3D pen to create a three-dimensional version of our logo, which is pretty sweet. And also to James, who did some fan art for us, and that's our first fan art, and we're pretty psyched about that. We all actually got really excited and did little dances.
1: Yeah. Just not on video. Like like some some of us. Just look at (laughs) Alex's victory dance. That's that's, That's that's what we all did. did. Simultaneously. Even though we were all separately.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was coordinated. All right, so now we're going to go around the table and have everybody introduce themselves and their characters. And then we're going to do our little question. So our question for this session is, what was your favorite cartoon when you were growing up? Jeremy, take it away.
1: Hi, my name is Ash Ketchum. And uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, my name is Jeremy. I'm playing Laura the level five <laughs> Elder <Eldritch> Snipe <Night> fighter. <laughs> and my favorite show had to be Pokemon by far. Ash Ketchum never gets older and that's okay.
2: No, <laughs> you're right.
1: You never, had, and that's okay.
2: Didn't that's okay. Didn't his voice change? Except like he's still the same. Yep. Have you seen?
3: Have you seen the new show? Yes. It's totally changed the art style. Yep. And it's
1: fantastic. Oh, I, was, it. I had a total different oh, word. I'm for sorry. Word. Yeah. Oh, all right. I like it.
3: Hi, I'm Owen. I'm the DM. So I am a multitude of evil sworn to destroy the other four members of this table. There's
1: and some toko. There's some good. To- yeah, you're Toko.
3: Yeah. And well, you are also- no. <laughs> we have to talk about that. but <laughs> You're still dearer, right? So
4: You're still yeah, so, dearer,
3: right? <laughs> so my name is Owen, like I said, and my favorite cartoon was Dexter's Lab cuz that was just me. I was I had a secret lab. In my basement,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I don't know older sister who would push my buttons. That part's true. Um,
4: <laughs> love you. I and his sister? Yes.
3: And yeah, I think he. My favorite of his inventions was the giant
1: Dexter robot. You mean the five mecha robots? There? Oh, that I, the-
3: no, no, that was that was cool. But no, just in general, word. his
1: own uh, Okay. Yeah.
3: His own like, it was like a big version of him you and then he, he it, battled right? with Mandark that one time. I mean, and Mandark had a big bigger. version of him. Yeah. It was yeah. just I just uh, I think that was the first episode I ever saw.
2: Hi everybody. Um, I'm Craig. I play Windark Thesis, the Dragonborn Bardbarian. Yeah, I made a word. Um, my favorite cartoon I don't think you up, did. I think somebody else. It's not, it's, it's not as good as Clizzard,
1: <laughs> but Clizzard. it's certainly close. <laughs>
2: whoever, whoever made the word Barbarian, I'm sorry if I just like. I mean, you just thunder. It's, it's one yeah, letter. If I stepped in your cornflakes, it's <laughs> okay. But, um, favorite cartoon growing up? <sighs> Originally, I was just going to save hands down Rockless Modern Life because I love mm. that show. However,. I just remembered for some reason when Owen mentioned like an invention for Dexter's lab. Duh, that happens. But Ren and Stimpy nah. was also great. So it was a tie between the two. Like, happy, happy, joy, joy. Best song ever. And everyone wants a log. Come on and get your log. You're going to love a log. <laughs> good <shit.
5: laughs> oh, That's great. Hey guys, it's Alex. I play Korath. Orathane, the level five paladin Goliath. My favorite. I was gonna say I was gonna say Dragon Ball, but as a child, I like Dragon Ball Z because it was just a lot of like shouting and <laughs> laser blasts yeah. and yeah, people people all of a sudden becoming blonde spiky haired gods.
1: <laughs> Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his
5: power level? <laughs> it's over nine
4: thousand. What nine thousand?
5: And now with that out of the way.
3: Vegeta is one of the inspirations for uh, Oboth
1: Kishore. How did nobody say SpongeBob?
3: <laughs> welcome to the SpongeBob
1: Podcast. Welcome to the
0: SpongeBob I haven't, I haven't gone yet. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, dang it. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I apologize. Well, now you ruined right oh. that. I'm so, sorry. Welcome back. Um, Steven, play a clerical wizard who's also a gnome named damn, Brimley. Damn, clues. <laughs> Damn Clizzards. <laughs> every time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's either a lizard or a Clizzard. <laughs> no one likes the like words that rhyme. <laughs> so my We're
0: favorite not. show growing up was probably actually Kablam, not Spongebob. And Kablam, because I didn't know when it was on. So every time I accidentally turned it on, it was like, a, what? This is <laughs> awesome. So that, that was my favorite show growing up. Um, so with that, I'm going to throw it over to Owen. Cool. Let's start with some housekeeping. I'm going to do a really grand uh, summary
3: of everything that's happened so far. I, I always say like, oh, there are some guys doing a fight, but we're almost at the end of season one here. This is our second to last session. And so I figure as, as we go forward into these last two sessions, let's review everything that happened. So we started off on a boat. These four adventurers met on a boat. They were hired as bodyguards. They met this old man who's was very mysterious And then some ninjas came and killed him in the night and they were like, oh no! And then they got off the boat and one of the princes was like, that was my uncle! And they were like, ah! And so he was like, hey, don't leave the low city! And then they left away, they they went away and the first maid from the boat was like, hey guys, you should leave the low city! You should go to that old dude, the one that died, his name was Grayson or was it Aberstol? Uh, You should go to his apartment because there's a grand story that I need you to be a part of. And so they did. They went and they found this diary and it was like, oh... You should go to this cave, and so they did. They went to this cave, and they got to the, you know, the end of the cave, and there was this big golden room, and one of these deities, or not a deity. What is he? Eh? <laughs> one of these like old mage. dead wizards. The 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 great mage uh, was there, and he was like, "Hey." You know, I had this buddy, he was the monarch, he was the first king, and he was evil, and I sealed him away, but the seal is starting to break, and I need you to go save the day. And so they went on this journey to go to the Earth prison, because that's the first seal that's starting to break. They went to a desert, they found a giant white tower known as the Tower of the Wind. That's not Earth. We'll see what happens there. (laughs) And then that's where they are. They're at the base of this mountain, and that is where we are going to pick up. It is the middle of the night, and they are sleeping.
1: You just skipped all of Toko.
3: Like and Toco. there was a guy named Toko.
1: Riverside Town, you skipped all that.
3: Actually, to be, to be painfully honest, nobody, after you guys got out of the sand vortex, which was the previous episode, nobody asked about Toko. And when you wake up from the sleep that I just said you're in, you'll notice that Toko didn't walk away from the sand vortex
0: with you.
5: We just assumed since he wasn't part of that battle at all that he, he was standing
0: around. Um, he was busy like... Yeah, so... We'll, I, I picture him on the side with like a little poster that's like... Go team go! Yeah, go golem <laughs> you got this! You're my
5: favorite sports team! <laughs>
3: so, yeah, we'll, we'll have to... I'll have to roll some dice and figure out what's going on with Toko.
0: What's going on with the Jingle Bells? Ah! You don't get one.
3: I know. Also, <laughs> if you skipped over our Christmas episodes, I don't know why you'd do that. At the end of the Christmas holiday special, the Christmas versions of our team got three of Santa's jingle bells. They transferred over into this world, and so at the base of this mountain, they did find three golden jingle bells. I was thinking about making them like figure out like what they're for, but it's really not related to the overall story. It's just like a little Christmas present that I was giving to them. Each one of those... Golden Jingle Bells is a single use of the spell Wish. And so, on your own time, you guys can uh, look up the many functions of the spell Wish. And it's it's a one-time use only. There are only three of them, as one of them was used to resurrect Brimbley at the end of the episode. So, that is that. Let's do it. Let's jump back in. You are at the base of the mountain. There is a... Uh, Stone cut staircase leading up to the top. There is a white cylinder, this tower made probably of marble standing at the top of this mountain. It is nighttime and you are all asleep. What's Windar dreaming about?
2: He's having kind of like night terrors, honestly. Is he? Yeah.
3: Well, in the midst of those night terrors, he hears a voice in his dream. That says,
2: Oi!
4: Windar!
3: It's all me, baby. Okay.
4: Oh, I know what he's going. Wait, Sorry. Oi! Windar! Windar! I need you to wake up. Would you wake up, you idiot? And then you, and then you wake up. Yeah.
3: You wake up, and you're at the base of the mountain. There's nobody around you.
4: Come here, and you feel a tug
3: just in your heart leading you up just some of the stairs you feel
2: like i need to follow these stairs all right nice i, I start going i start going <laughs> I'm, I'm, you start walking up the stairs in like a kind of trance state i guess you know, like yeah you're so like, like sleepwalking. i, I nope uh-huh. this
3: is in the right in the middle of your trance and you're at the deepest point so deep that you, even you can.
2: You're, you're in like even R.E.M. trance. Can. Yeah. <laughs>
3: this is the realest of the real. Like, like it says in the book that elves, when they trance, they like do like puzzles in their head. You're at like the, the climax of the puzzle and you're so enthralled in it that you would, you would never like wake up. Not just because you heard some like rustling that you know is Windar. So there's this. Uh, yeah. So, so you start walking up the stairs. You, you walk up 30, 40 steps and you find just like a little, a little cliff. And there are bodies scattered everywhere. Skeletons in white robes with some of the white robes have like a green stitching and some of the robes have like a pink stitching, actually. Whoa. And you find this this slaughter in front of you.
4: Great. So I wake up from one nightmare and walk into another. Hey, all right. Oi. What? Over here. (gasps) You look around. You're (laughs) a voice. I'm not making friends with the wall. Where are you?
3: Lothamar overhears you speaking out loud now, and he wakes up.
1: Wow, what a good puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Two plus two equals four.
3: You look around, and you see, in a stump, sticking out of the stump is the most brutal-looking two-handed axe you've ever seen. That's cool.
4: What? yeah, come here <laughs> Oh, it's you. Of course, it's me, you idiot. I, I didn't know weapons could talk. And I'm saying this as I'm walking. I'm not talking, you idiot. Whoa. Well, when your friggin' head. I. Well, I didn't know weapons could do that. Don't get testy with me. I'm new. <laughs> <laughs> I just moved in. I'm New. <laughs> Would you come over here? I'm walking. Can, can you? I've been stuck in this stump for like decades. Oh. Been win. I'm starting to walk up the hill.
3: He's starting to walk up the hill. You sense Lorthamar coming up the hill.
4: Is it cool if I bring a friend? I didn't invite him. He just kind of invited himself. He's no, He can't hear my voice. Only you can hear me. Oh, great. So I get there. <laughs> what the heck are you doing? <laughs> Th- Alright, Lorthamar, this can sound really weird. That axe is using
1: message on me. Don't worry about it. I got this. I point that up and say, I think you're crazy, but in his head, he's a (laughs) message. And I say out loud, You're right! (laughs) And I look at the robes.
4: (laughs) Would you just come over here
1: already? Alright, I'm over here.
4: I'm in front of you. What? (laughs) Well, what do you think I'm gonna ask you to do? I don't wanna have to say it! (laughs) Say it, entertain me, because this is kinda funny. (laughs) Oi! I need you to firmly grasp it! (laughs) I have your consent. Of course. And I've been waiting for you. My hands are kind of dirty, but all right. I, <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh,
2: come on. <laughs> I grab the axe with right. one hand first.
3: You take four points of burn damage.
4: What? Don't let go! I grab the other one. I grab
3: you take one point of burn damage. This is stupid! <laughs> Keep holding
4: on, Window! I am! Why are you hurting me?
3: You take one point of burn damage. This
1: is hand damage? I hate you!
3: <laughs> and then the whole axe begins to glow red. And you're able to, if you want, to yank it out of the stump. And as you pull it out and you raise it into the sky, the axe actually begins to, almost like it's made of molten metal, it begins, it becomes a, just like a one-handed sword in your hand.
4: Whoa. This still really hurts. (laughs)
3: You, you have acquired one Sword of Vengeance.
0: Yay! I was gonna ask if you could turn it into a flute. (laughs) The Flute of Vengeance. (laughs) Make it pink. So, you got a new sword. Yeah,
4: I wouldn't touch it though. It burns.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Steven from This Is Gonna Hurt. We just wanted to kind of announce that we had a Twitter contest recently where we gave away a Wormwood Gaming Dice Vault. And we didn't really say anything about it on the podcast because we got ahead of ourselves. But we just wanted to congratulate at Purloined Kitten on Twitter for winning. And we hope that she enjoys the Dice Vault. Thanks, guys. Woo! So. Craig kind of
3: approached me actually with this wasn't my idea. Craig approached me with a cool idea. He wanted this sort of vengeance and he asked if it could be possessed by the spirit of his old 3.5 character, Atreus, the barbarian half-orc who died. Uh, I think it was the last time we played actually was he died and I, killed I think him. we did one more adventure after that.
1: I don't think so. We no, did his,
3: we did his funeral because I remember Jeremy interrupted my character while he gave a heartfelt speech about his friend <laughs> who was dead. You're and right. I almost shot him.
1: Um, I'm a rogue at high AC.
3: Yeah. So that was so sad, it was very sad. And so, this is Atreus in a sword, and we can go, we can do a little bit more about that as we move forward. And so, yeah, you have this, you have this sword. Thank you. You're welcome. Merry
1: Christmas. Yay. Was that one of your wishes? Now, with the jingle bell. Oh, okay. I have other plans for that. (laughs) How nice are the robes?
3: How nice are the robes? Uh, they're religious order nice, you know, these are these are robes that you would imagine. You know, would be like uh, an acolyte. You know, somebody who is just joining a religious order. They'd wear them.
1: So, so we're still asleep. Religious order. Yeah,
3: Lorthamar is awake.
1: I. And when he, he when he went, ah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you uh, we you go, the other two of you definitely yeah. woke yeah. up. Okay, <laughs> I take out so. the portable hole and I throw the robes in. <laughs> okay. And I put it back away. <laughs> okay. <Cool.
5: laughs> I forgot about that thing. <laughs>
1: okay, so can what, we the just hole that, or uh, or like, uh, collecting Brimble, that
5: Brimbles and I already made it up. To where they're at? Sure.
1: Okay. Can I throw one of the skeletons in there? You're, too? you're,
5: you're perfectly well rested That's by the way. a good Halloween prank.
1: Yeah, I know.
5: It's hilarious.
1: <laughs> Can I throw one of the skeletons in? Yeah, I'm doing it. Do just do just what you're I'm gonna it. do, man. You're
3: you're I'm, I'm I'm painting on the wall. The paint on the wall. All right, I do it. So you're all uh you're all with Windar. He's right. got this sword that looks like just like a jagged piece of like cooled lava. It's all black and Crooked, and it's almost—it's almost like a like a like a black version of the—you know—the bad guy from uh, Mulan. Yeah, he had this like really like jagged sword. Yeah, it's like that, but like black and shiny.
1: So and you can cool. get rid of the cracked one now.
2: This one already has a crack, which is cool. Look, it made one, and I point at like a a, a chip that's already there. <laughs> you knew I was coming, which is kind of
4: weird. Are you still in there, guys? I can talk. I swear. <laughs> I think he's going crazy. And I'm like shaking the sword. Come out.
3: Just in your head, you hear,
4: Stop shaking me, you idiot. Oh, here you are. Yeah, you guys literally he's, believe he's insane. He's in here. I swear.
3: Unless you, I guess maybe unless you were like an arcana check of high enough that you would know that, you know, swords could have souls in them.
4: Wimbley, you're magical. You know this. I'm looking I, for an
1: 18. I rolled a natural 20. Then you know that swords. I rolled are, a nineteen.
3: Then you know that swords could
0: be possessed. What can I I'll, hear? It? Can I hear it? No. Twenty. I'm the magic no. user and I rolled a fourteen. Nice. I'm staring at him like you guys are all crazy. Yep. <laughs> hey,
1: uh, I know I swords can do that.
4: <laughs> and I lived in the woods. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man.
5: <laughs> <clears throat>
3: all right. So you you're all well rested, and the sun is coming up in the distance, and you're at the base of these stairs. I guess, go, up, go up the stairs. Yeah, Wait, I, thought, well, I thought we were up the stairs. No, we No, we're like, we're no you're, only on, up. Like, you're like you went up like thirty steps. There's like a, just like a oh, clearing. There's more steps ahead it. of you. There's, There's a, are a
0: bunch re- of steps. Oh yeah, understood. Our camp's all packed and everything. Like we're good to go. Do you do you pack up camp? We pack up camp. Then your camp is all packed up. You're you're good to go. Cool. So we're gonna start walking up the steps.
3: Okay. You get about thirty more feet, and you're like, wow. There's a lot of steps. <laughs> you're like thirty more feet, and you're like, dang. <laughs> There's a lot of steps. <laughs> thirty more feet, and you're like, "Oh my god, when is this steps gonna be over?" And then, about thirty more feet, Lorthamar feels a burning sensation
1: <laughs> in his backpack.
3: Oh, you feel uh, like the crown. You, you feel like something is 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 warm in your backpack.
1: Okay, so I put down my backpack. I look inside.
3: The crown seems to be warm. The the circlet.
1: Is it? warm like it's okay to touch? Or is it hot like I'm gonna burn myself? It's warm like it's okay to touch. Okay, so I'll, I'll pick it up and I'll put it on my head. You put it on your head? I put it on my head. All
3: four of the adventurers in their heads heal.
1: Well, uh, hello, hello, my friends. Oh,
3: it's been, been so long since I've, I've spoken to you. Oh, it's, it's me, the, the great mage. Here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm still in the place where I last saw you.
0: Grayson! Hi!
3: What's so- up? Remember, Brimley, I'm, I'm only a shadow of the man you knew as Grayson.
0: I know, but I like his name better than the Great Mage. It just sounds a little weird saying the Great Mage. It's like, hi, the Great Mage. I want to say hi, Grayson. Uh, hi, uh, Grayson. Uh, uh, that, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just jealous that you're a Great Mage and he is not. <laughs> Ah, uh,
3: Lothmar, uh, flattery will get you everywhere in this world.
4: <laughs> I
1: got burned by the
4: sword, but Brimley really got burned by words. <laughs> but what about the next? You know what they say,
3: sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will hurt forever.
4: <laughs> That's why he's so great, dude.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to note it. I, I I've, I've felt, in my spirit, that you are approaching the Tower of the Wind.
0: Is, is that it, a tingly it, sensation?
3: Is this? Ignore no. him. Correct. It's, or, it's a little bit more like a flutter. You. Uh, you you are, you, are, you are there? Yes. Yes. Uh, yep. Do you know anything about the history of the Tower of the Wind? Not at all. It's big. You actually do. I I told you some things through Oboth. I was trying yes. to see if you guys remembered.
0: <laughs> well, I we we do, but my owl wasn't there at the time. So it, if you could re-explain. <laughs> What's you and me like? My animal wasn't here. It's like this
3: wolf I, clearly doesn't speak English. So you could explain it again to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I. I I seem to remember something like there's a portal inside to a, the astral planes of sorts. You're,
3: you're very close, Lothmar. The elemental planes, the, the, the plane of fire, air, water, and earth, they, they, they are next to you the material world where we live. And over centuries, there would be these tiny microportals that would open up in our world, and these monsters would come through. And the kings of old made an agreement with the lords of the elemental planes they said if if we can have one large portal one place of the material world where we could call our home then those other micro portals would go away and so the humans of the time built these temples for the four elements and so this is the one place in the world where in this case the elemental creatures of air can manifest freely in the material world these planes are also the place where me and my friends chose to seal the remnants of the monarch's power. In the elemental plane of air, we sealed the power of earth that was inside of him.
4: The elemental lords are cool with that.
3: We'll get to that in a minute, Winda. Oh boy. And wow. so, we, I sealed their power. We sealed their, his power away in the elemental planes. And so, here's our problem. The cages that that power
4: is sealed away is beginning to wane. And I need you to traverse this Tower of the Wind. Make your way to the portal.
3: Enter the elemental plane of air. Find the cage. And lock the gate. Better. The reason I'm telling you this is that it will demand something of one of you when you reach that cage. Sealing the cage requires a commitment of spirit, a sacrifice. Of soul. Not enough to hurt you, but enough to bind you to the cage to give it its power. I, the fool I was, so quick to seal the monarch's power away, I sealed away all four of the cages with my own power. And when I was left, there was so little of my soul left
4: that I had to leave my body. There are four of you. This is what I have to ask of you. One and his voice two, and his voice leaves the crown.
3: Three You don't get to ask him any questions. Four.
4: There is. Yeah. Four. We're all intelligence. Five. Wait a minute.
3: Actually, seriously, roll an intelligence check.
1: <laughs> I take. I take out the the seller locking key. Hold on. <laughs> That is an 18.
3: You accurately know that there are four (laughs) members of your traveling party. (laughs) I
1: I take out the cellar lock and key that I took from the apartment a long time ago. (laughs) Just hoping it'll work. (laughs) All right. you want
3: to talk to each other about anything before you continue?
1: (laughs) How stupid
5: I've made Korath.
3: I I actually, I I love how stupid you've made Korath. Because you and Windar were kind of bleeding into each other for a little while. And so you making Korath like dumber has kind of, you know, you've each been able to come into your own as characters.
1: Yeah. So uh, it'll cost us something.
3: huh?
0: What do you think it'll be?
3: Oh, he already told you. Maybe it we'll be just, that pretty penny. It's just like a little, a little, a little. It's like a, it's like a connection of soul between you and the cage. Um, oh. Not enough to hurt you as the as the person. Oh, I it was like... but it's this bond. And so you know, cool, cool. While you're alive, it it will strengthen the cage and things like that. Cool. Um, without without damaging you.
1: And if one of us dies, we have to go back and do it all over again. <laughs> oh, great. The last Not necessarily. Was not
3: necessarily because he's been dead. You know, he's um, sealed before, he's been dead, but his commitment of soul lasted a thousand years. Got it. So as long as our soul is still around. Or however long I might have said the monarch has been dead. Because <laughs> no, I don't remember off, offhand. Off. I changed it in the moment. And because of that, I don't remember what it is.
4: Well, I guess whichever one resonates strongest with us should do it. Because then there'll be a stronger bond.
3: You know this to be your quest. Cool. All right. Do you continue up the mountain?
0: We're going to keep climbing those stairs. Awesome. You make it to
3: the top. There's a big white tower. It goes very tall. The top of the tower is concealed in a cloud. Ooh. (laughs) Candy Mountain. (laughs) No. No, it's concealed. And like literally like not like a ring cloud around it. Like it's in a cloud. You can't see it.
2: I'm not going to lie. Like I kind of pictured it as if you ever played Link to the Past, like when you're on Death Mountain, you have to get the third pendant. And it's in that, like, big tower with, like, the huge yeah, thingy? Yeah, I mean,
3: that subconsciously might have been some inspiration there. So it's this big, you know, white cylinder. And there are, like, thin, narrow windows, you know, starting, I don't know, like, 10 or 15 up, uh, t- 10 or 15 feet up. These thin, long, uh, narrow windows that go all the way up to the top. Between every floor, there's, like, a thin rim so that, you know, you kind of, it's kind of, you can, you can tell there's many, many floors. So... You you see in front of you a archway, and there is no door. It's open. Is huh.
0: there writing on it or no? It's an no. archway. Just an archway. Just an archway. He's gonna make a, open door, an Arcana check just to see if there's anything like weird going on, like if there's any like magical. So you get close to the door, is what you're saying? Sure. I'm not. Don't don't ever think I'm trying to bait you. Um, no, no, yeah. Yeah. He gets close enough. To when the you door get close to, to the door,
3: door you see that inside the room that I'm about to describe for you, there are two wooden doors. That appear to have been ripped off their like hinges Whoa. and are just laying on the floor.
5: Oh, okay. good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, <great. laughs> so, while this is happening, uh, since Korath's order is all about like going to these like places that are like older than time. Yeah. Would I? I mean, I don't know. Like, if like I can't necessarily say if you ne- would necessarily like remember any stories about this kind of place or. I will give you
3: advantage on any. Intelligence based checks about this place okay. through this whole oh, campaign. Okay, because cool. because you're right. I think he would air is timeless. And I think in that regard, his order would like revere it and you'd probably you probably would have heard
0: okay. uh, some
3: things about the, the Tower of the Air.
0: What's the name of his order again? The Brotherhood of the
5: Timeless. Thank you. So cool. Timeless. Timeless
3: Tale stuff. Still as
0: old as time. Song yeah. as old as time. So, <laughs> yeah, so you want
3: to roll an arcana check yes, on please. what?
0: I wanna just like see if I can Kind of like, feel any magical digs happening around the entranceway.
3: Roll me something. Do it. Go for it. And I'm gonna do the same. Alright.
0: I got an 11 for but that. If you're going
3: for like a feeling, I'm not gonna give you advantage. Right, 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 right. Uh, no, just if think- you're rolling Arcana because you're trying to remember like, a magic spell that might, you know, you might have read about... The place—that's a different story. But if yeah. you're using Arcana in the sense that we, the way we're not even supposed to, of like, I want to—do I sense any magic here? That's not even the real purpose of Arcana, but <laughs> right? Right.
5: But we do it. Okay. So, like, I'm, I'm trying to see if like there's any like wards that have been like broken.
4: Oh like, yeah. Okay. tell something.
5: <sighs> okay. So that is a 17.
0: I got oh, an 11.
3: You got an 11. Okay. So Brimley doesn't. Brimley senses magic transmutation magic you feel like in this place more than any other place you've been if you were going to cast transmutation magic it would be easier and or more potent because there's just you the the presence of air is this just ever shifting concept cool you core with your better score you find the thing you were looking for yes you you see some carvings in the not on the like, archway itself, the doors but like are the, you know, the six inches of wall that you, you know, you, when you're walking through the wall, you know, that's six inches of the inside of the wall. Right. You seek some carvings and things like that, and you know that they have like either like cracks in them or things like that to indicate that something is not right. There were protective spells at work, and they are no longer at work.
5: Could he tell from that whether it was something breaking in or out?
3: Um, that too, that that'd be an be intelligence hard. check, I think, to piece it all together. Mm. You, could, you can that. give me an investigation, too. If you, uh, you, it's probably not any better than your regular yeah, intelligence yeah, role. It's, but. It's, it's,
2: it's, it's. Would I be able to ask my sword because it was there? Um, could it yeah. be
5: an insight? Give me a second. Because the doors are kind of in a certain way, and I could maybe like, tell from the doors. No. Okay, that's fine. So I'm just going to do an investigation.
3: 11 I think you'd you'd think I I don't know what you'd think to be honest I I don't think you'd be able to piece together if did something come in did something come out I don't think okay yeah just prodding all right just let me just describe the room for you because you can see it from the outside the tower is made of marble the floor is made of marble you you see the secondary color uh, color that you would see would be most it would be green occasionally you'll see a little bit of pink but for the most part it's almost all white some fine tuning of green and then like every once in a while you'll see a little bit of pink Craig you wanted to say something
2: can I ask the lovely oddly familiar spirit living in my sword sure if it knows anything about what's going on here yes what would that be
3: you have a conversation with it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can, I, I did not know if I, I have to like roll a check like that. do
3: you yeah. want to try to think it in your head or do you want to say it out loud
2: I'm going to say it out loud Okay. hey hey
4: no, you, you no not you. Are you you in there? No, we're out here. He's not talking him. to the
1: sword. Shh. Be very quiet.
0: God, you he's... gotta stop doing that. It's not good for you.
1: Hey, Rem- he's Brembley. So, there are swords that can talk. Just, just <laughs> accept it.
0: I I would I went to school for this. I'm the only one here who knows squat about magic. Squat!
1: So you know you, nothing. I use present digitation.
4: <laughs> to
5: do what? The
3: fart sparkles his around face. his face. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Muslim? Yes. It happens. There's sparks there's sparkles around your face.
1: You Sweet. know nothing of magic.
5: <laughs> and then and then and then Corat's gonna walk up to him and do his cantrip and he's gonna go like He took my nose! I got your nose!
4: <laughs> <laughs> What's your cantrip?
0: <laughs> it's, it's, called, it's, called, it's called I Got
5: Your Nose. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wrote I Got Your Nose in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I've been
4: waiting so long to use
0: that. <laughs> Brimley is gonna cast Minor Illusion, because he has that as a cantrip, because uh-huh. he's a gnome, and he's gonna make it look like there's an Wait, actual the nose gnome? in Korat's hand. What? So Korat thinks he actually took my nose off my face.
3: All right. You you see... When you, like, open your hand, there's, like... I mean, it, it's, it's frozen in space. It can't move, the image. So when you open your hand, there's a nose... If you move your hand, it's just like it's literally like a gnome nose floating in front of you.
5: Whoa! And then he moves his hands, and then he's like, "Whoa! Ghost nose!" <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh,
3: you hear no voices from the sword. What maybe you the maybe nose? you hear a maybe you hear a faint like. A
4: Were you sleeping? Wake up!
3: You, you hear nothing. D-
4: damn sword! Yeah,
0: I told you.
4: It can talk. It's just, there's
1: one right now. He's grumpy, I guess. Damn it. All right. I, okay. I take out the portable hole and I reach in for uh the white and green robe and I switch it out with mine. So you put on the white or yeah. gr- and green robe? Yeah. Which one? The white and green one. There were the green
3: white and ones one. and, and, oh, the white and green one. The Sorry. white and green one. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't listening. You take the white and green one, you put it on.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow. Cool.
4: Suits you. I check out Lorthmar. <laughs> I like your <a> dress.
1: <laughs> they have one like Goliath size.
3: Do you use El Balto Guapo to tie it off in the metal or is it?
1: I mean, you didn't really explain the robe besides the color, so I just assumed it's essentially it tied.
3: no. It's like a it's like a gown. Yeah, it's it's like um, it's the way I've always pictured wizard robes from Harry Potter, but nobody else in the whole world pictures them this way, which is essentially just like a one like a like a long tunic. That just like slips over everything.
1: It, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll take out a belt of Okay. So. To
3: kind of like separate yeah, the yeah, upper, like the torso. <laughs> <area. Yep>. Fashion. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right. So <laughs> let me describe
3: yeah. for you the room that you see through the doorway, whether or not you choose to enter, but you have to enter because then the podcast is over. If you don't.
5: So, <laughs> <laughs> I got a guys. <laughs> yeah. We can just end it
3: now. <laughs> Inside through or through the door. You see a marble floor. You see marble walls. The walls look not pure white. And there's some other stuff that we'll talk about when or if you enter the room.
1: Can I put on the silver circlet too?
3: The one, oh, from the.
1: Long time ago. The guys from the street? Yeah. Yes, you can. I do it. I'm assuming this is the entrance?
3: Yes. Okay. That is the entrance. I put a circular map on the board and it has some stuff drawn on it, which we'll talk about.
4: Halo hey, with more. Yes, Wenda. Just in case, like if we run into more of those dudes, and if they have to be dressed like you, tell them that, like you're you're escorting us, and then we can probably like surprise attack them. Just saying. Uh, that that is somewhat of my plan. Nice. So, um, what do we see? You see marble
3: floors. Hmm. Do you enter the? Yes, yes. enter the room. Yeah, yeah. The Get walls, in there. The walls, marble. The reason they didn't look pure white is that you see dwarven letters. All over the walls. Anybody huh. speak Dwarven? Or read Dwarven? I do. Uh, it's not Dwarven.
0: Dang it. It's just Dwarven letters. I'm getting real sick of this. It's not Dwarven, oh, but it's in Dwarven. Prim- it's Primordial. Uh, yeah. Metagaming. No. no, we remember. We remember yeah, it you last it. Time. yeah, you said it. You said it two sessions yeah. ago. Yes,
3: so it's, it's the same writing as before, which is Primordial. Mm. Um, language of the Elementals. Um, it sounds I like, like The entire campaign has to do with the four elements, and the primordial would have been good. I think it's funnier this way.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> I yeah,
3: so
2: I'll, get, I'll have, get a feat. Can anyone read? In <laughs>
3: the kind of center of the room. in the center of the room, you see a large square. cool. From your orientation, it looks like
1: a diamond. It is maybe the it's like it's a platform. You said from my orientation, don't assume my gender. Something came in my head. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. The, the
3: square is maybe like an inch raised above the ground, so it's more, I guess it's a platform. It seems to be made of some uh, greenish stone. And yeah, and so then in the four, I mean, it's circles, so there are corners, but in like the four cardinal directions of the room ish. There are, um, actually there are circles on the board that are drawn as squares, but um, there are circles. And if you were to look straight up, the ceiling above you, uh, there are no stairs around you by the way, the ceiling above you, there is four circles that are directly above those four circles up on the ceiling. There is a square hole in the ceiling directly above that middle square. And you see one more cool thing about the room. Each of those four circles that are in the corners, seems to have a single white feather. And as you watch, these four feathers, which are all kind of in sync in terms of the height above the ground, they're flying up right above those uh, circles on the floor, and when they reach the circle on the ceiling, they begin to fall. And then they reach the bottom, they begin to rise, and you watch, maybe you watch this a few times, this pattern happens over and over and over again.
5: So Korath, Looks at the timing and when it reaches the bottom, he steps on the square center platform.
0: Center platform. You feel it begin to vibrate. Okay. Brother's gonna join him.
1: I have lots of so the green stone, right? <laughs> um, I I have lots of these. I have lots of these gems. I want to know what kind it is. Timing the time. I'm jumping on the square. Also. All right. I guess I jump the on stone it.
3: begins to lift off the ground. All four of you are on it. (laughs) As the feathers reach the floor and begin their cycle upward again, that is when the green stone moves, and it moves in flow with these feathers. As it reaches the top, the circles above them seem to not glow green, but there's like a faint greenness to them. And as your square platform that is now floating through uh, goes through that hole, the feathers actually just pass through the circles and join you on the floor above. you wanted to
0: say something? Yeah, so when the platform comes up, is it like a floating piece of stone, or is it like a long pillar coming out of the it's ground? It's a floating piece of stone. Okay. Long pillar wouldn't have been cooler, that's fine. Nope.
3: <laughs> air, man.
0: It's, it's air, man. Air, yeah. It'd be a
3: pillar. It's right. air, it's floating. If it's fire, you'd be on fire.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and nobody wants that.
0: <laughs> Guess we're not going there.
5: <laughs> when you look down, burn! <laughs>
3: When you look down at the, the platform that you're on, you see, um, basically it looks like our letter C. Like a large C kind of just carved into
4: the platform. Sam. So, yeah. Cool. C. We're on floor C. C.
0: C. No. <laughs> C. We're in the Simba section of the parking you know? lot.
1: Um, you.
0: Ceiling. <laughs> Hi, C.
3: You reach floor two. Hello. Floor two. Hello. You reach floor two. Wait, we just, okay. Floor two looks a lot like floor one in terms of dwarven script all over the walls. Yada, yada, yada. The only difference is that up on the walls, on three different spots, there are these white ledges that seem to be sticking out. And perched on them are three bird people. Birds with arms and legs.
0: Who's going to try to talk to them?
3: One of them, he... Looks like an anthropomorphized um, golden eagle. His feathers are all gold, things like that. One, his feathers are like white-ish, and he has a big uh, blue beak. And the third one, I hadn't thought about. His feathers are all... Oh my god, I was going to say two. No, his feathers are all black, and his beak is very yellow. A stellar sea eagle. There are three different kinds of eagles, because I love eagles. That's it. That's what you
5: see. We all uh, wait. They, they don't they don't speak.
0: Well, try it. Try it.
3: Bart. They're talking to each other. They seem to have spears in their hands.
4: Divine beings. May we speak to you? We are not the divine. Well, you look pretty cool. So it's pretty divine to me. <laughs> We. This is our temple. Can you tell us? Can you tell us about this temple? Can you tell us? You tell us about this we killed. Oh. initiative. Yeah. But I'm wearing the robes. I wanted to make fun. But I'm wearing the robes.